Well, hello, teacher friend, and welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. It is going to be such a wonderful episode for those of you who are really considering making this teacher transition. And for today's episode, you're definitely going to want to grab a pencil or pen and your calendar, your planner. In addition, maybe even a notebook, because today I'm going to really pour life into you and encouragement and give you the permission to make the change, to make the change in allowing yourself to step into what you feel called to do, to have this ultimate gift of teaching on your own terms. If you are waiting for the perfect timing, if you are waiting for permission, it's right here. God gave you the ability to make decisions. He gives you permission to step out in faith and he calls you to do it. I pray that this episode really blesses you and I pray that you are able to walk away today with a practical way to make this teacher career transition. It is going to be a wonderful episode where you're going to gain some more clarity and do not forget to join our Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group so that we can continue to cheer you on and to help you through making this transition. It is October right now now when this podcast episode is being aired. And that means that we really technically only have about seven months if you are in the middle of teaching in a typical school setting. Or maybe you've stepped away from teaching. Maybe you're teaching a little bit differently. I am here to help you come up with a game plan, a transition, almost as if a timeline you're going to be able to walk away with today, along with some other little bits of information that's going to help jumpstart you and catapult you into this next mission of your life. Yes, I am so excited. I hope that you are too. I know that there are so many fears that you have to push through, but I promise, teacher friend, you will come out so much braver and stronger and fulfilled compared to what you have been facing before. Let's work together. Let's do this. Get out that calendar, that planner, that notebook, that pencil or pen. It's go time, baby. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Okay, teacher friend, I really want to start 
this conversation off today with just a stigma that I had wrapped my brain around for so many years. This stigma really kept me from breaking away and and starting this homeschooling business prior to when I actually began. And this stigma is the stigma of being a quitter. So to give you a little bit of a backstory, I grew up with phenomenal parents who really cheered me on in whatever club or sport that I put myself into. But I was always told, if you start something, you do not quit. And I did quit one time in sixth grade. I quit the band, okay? I quit playing the French horn. I did not want to play the French horn anymore. And my friend dared me that I wouldn't quit. And I'm not much of a daredevil. And I knew that if I quit, I had some major explaining to do with my dad because he always said, I don't care if you don't play it the next year. I don't care if you don't play this sport or do whatever it is that you're doing after the season is over. But when you put yourself into it, you are not going to quit midstream. Well, I did. And I will never forget the conversation that I had with my father after that moment. The reason why I'm telling you this story is because it stayed with me for so long. As much as I am so grateful for my father just just reiterating to me how important it is to stick with something, I had it a little twisted. Because you see, that same dad who continued to tell me how important it is to stick with something also told me, That it didn't matter how much money I made or what I did in life as long as I felt satisfied and fulfilled. And while I'm not a proponent of quitting, I am a major catalyst for change. That's for sure. Because if we truly do want to live the life that lights us up, where we are no longer dreading what we do, not feeling alive, not feeling that joy, feeling as if we are always staying on the hamster wheel. I'm not proposing that anyone quit midstream of whatever they are doing. But what I am wanting you to know is that if you feel stuck because you feel as if you're going to let so-and-so down, or if you've been known because you are teacher of the year, or you are this really great team leader, or you are an excellent teacher for science, and you feel as if that's what everybody knows you as, but yet that's not fueling your soul, and we continue to settle? I'm not saying that every teacher settles. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for the teachers who long for something more, and we continue to settle because we are so afraid of maybe what everybody else is going to think if we decide to change. We think all of a sudden that people are going to feel as if we are quitters. And so we begin staying stuck, staying in something that doesn't feel meaningful. I'm saying that we stop doing what doesn't feel right and we start doing what makes us feel alive. And there's two things that are going to happen. You are either going to get a new opportunity, a new goal, a new desire is going to come around or a new person and it's going to just give you this amazing idea, or there's going to be something new inside of you that changes from within. There's going to be this new courage, this new belief, this new desire, this new willingness. And if you're already feeling those types of emotions, I'm here to tell you that you need to change before you realize the time needed to change. 
And yes, I am going to get into the tactical parts, but it is so important that you understand the power of professional, personal development. When we decide that we're going to step out and become entrepreneurs or step out and do something different, we are responsible for personally developing ourselves. It is critical when you are stepping out to do anything different in your life, whether it's a career, whether it's having a child, whether it's getting married, whether it's moving, we are responsible for personally developing ourselves before we make these changes. And I really pray, I really, really do pray that I am able to personally develop each one of you, each teacher that comes across my path in life to help encourage you and make you realize just how special you are and called you are to continue this fight, to be able to teach the way that you know is great for you, your family, and other families. Now, with that being said, I'm going to tell you that you're going to first need to start by having a vision. And in the previous episodes, I have talked about creating a vision. And as a matter of fact, in episode nine, I talked about brain dumping to get this vision out and to really start journaling and noticing how you're feeling and these thoughts and these ideas that God has given you and praying over the school and praying over what type of business that God wants you to have and handing over your fears to him. Handing over what it is that is causing you to feel so paralyzed to make this decision, to start this business that is ultimately going to set you free in your finances, in your freedom of teaching, in your fulfillment of your life purpose. It is so incredibly important to really be prayerful and to ask God to continue to give you a vision and to take that vision and write it down. How important is it that you write it down? This is a very powerful scripture that helped me many years ago, and it was Habakkuk 2.2. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tablets, that he may run that readeth it. Ask God for the vision. He will answer you. And then you write that vision down. You write it so that every time you see it, you will continue to run the race that has been set before you and even continue praying over that vision. There are many days and many mornings I would just cry and I would say, Father, please, if this is really what you want for me, please make this come to pass. Please, please, please make this come to pass. And from that moment on, he made a way, not in my timing, but in his timing. So do you have an idea notebook? Do you have a notebook where you are writing down the vision, journaling, brainstorming? Go back and revisit episode nine. If you need some inspiration, listen to episode 10, A Day in the Life. Even go back to the previous episodes where I talk about your services and your income and just how you may even feel terrified There are so many other episodes that really cater to helping you move past any fears or anxieties that come along as you're trying to make this change. So number one is write down the vision. Number two, listen, friend, you need a D-Day. You need a D-Day and that's called the deadline day. That's it. So get out your planner. It's time to come up with the D-Day. And you're like, ah, but I don't know. It's just like, ah, am I really supposed to do this? 
I need to get a bigger house. I need to get a nicer house. I need to wait until our finances are perfect. Oh, it's a rainy day. I don't know if I can do it. Ah. No, you're going to pray and you're going to ask God and you're going to write it down in your calendar and you're not going to move it. You're going to write it down. This is the day that I'm going to say I am making a change. It is October right now. No matter if you're listening to this a year from now or if you're listening to this in March. Now, I'm not recommending this, but I do want you to know that in May, before I started this homeschooling business, I was still employed with my school. It was in 2020, so the pandemic had been making its way through America for about three to four months, and we were working remotely. So when he asked me to come back the following year, I had been praying previously, Father, am I supposed to be here or not? Please, Father, tell me, am I supposed to be here or not? And I believe, Father, that whenever he calls, you will tell me in my spirit whether or not I should accept the offer or not. And sure enough, when the phone call came, or the email came actually, I knew this is it. I'm going to say no. But I have no idea what I'm going to do. I had not yet decided on this school. It was a vision. I kind of put it to the side a little bit. I don't know, God, do you really want me? I don't know. Do you really want me to do this? Is this really for me? But I knew to say yes or to say no, period. And that's exactly what happened. And you're going to need to be able to do that as well. And there needs to be a day when you say, I'm going to say, no, I'm no longer going to do this because I'm getting ready to say yes to something else that is bigger or different and going to give me different results or better results or a high value life compared to what I have now. You need a day. So if you are to take yourself and push it out for six months. Do you know what you can do in six months? You can change your whole life in six months. You can train for marathons. You can build a house. You can move across the country. It doesn't even take six months. You can change your whole entire life. You can change your financial situation. You can change your looks. You can change your hobbies. You can change your interest. Six months If you're waiting for three years, I just want you to know it's too long. Two years, it's too long. When the desire is in you, it's go time. That is something that I have learned is that when it is stirred up in you, it is time. When it was time for Noah to build the ark, it was time. And he was building it before the flood came. And that's what you have to do, teacher friend. You have to start building it before the flood comes of these children and these families who need you so, so desperately. You got to get prepared. You have to have a D-Day. You have to be able to say, I'm going to close the door on this day because it's fair to me. It's fair to my soul. It's fair to my life and it's fair to my future. So let's play this out a little bit. Let's say it's October. Six months from now is in April. Most schools ask for teachers to have their letter of intent by March. So now we're taking five months. And I'm not even saying that it's going to take six months. I'm not even going to say it's going to take that long. But if you're thinking that it needs to be a year or two years or five years, no. That is the enemy trying to delay you. Do not delay. That needs to be another D. D is for make a deadline. And number three is you don't delay. You don't wait. 
You put it down on that planner and you start working yourself backwards. So step number two is D-Day and don't delay. You create a deadline day where you're going to say, I release myself from this and you don't delay. And you put that on an index card, you hang it in your mirror, don't delay. It creates such an urgency in your spirit. You continue to become so much more clear on what you want and what you don't want. And you continue to pray about it. And you say, Father, I just thank you for this day that you have given me where I can go in and release myself, that I can step into what you are calling me to do. It gives you direction. It holds you accountable. And you tell someone, honey, Or friend, hey, teacher friend, I got a real date and it's not three years from now. I'm not going to wait till it's perfect. I'm not going to wait for the days to be sunny and bright when I get a bigger house when I... No. Do you remember that in World War II, they came up with a day? Yes, they came up with a day and all circumstances were not perfect. They didn't have the right supplies. They didn't have all the materials, but they had it down. This is the day that we will do it and this is what's going to happen. And this is what you say. This is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad and walk away. And I'm not saying that you just hang up your hat that day. You finish up with whatever you started. You finish the year. You finish it however you need to finish it so that you can walk away with your head held high and with integrity. But you do this for yourself and you do it for your future. You can't look back at your life and say, well, one day, I wish that one day I, one day I, otherwise you're going to never land on your dreams. You're going to have to change your course if this is really what you want. From what I understand, majority of people look back at their life and say that they regret not ever fulfilling what they said they would one day end up pursuing. How many people have you ever spoken to that said, after looking back at their life and saying, I wish I would have never pursued that dream? Come on, friends. Come on. Like, let me please, dear God, be the encouragement that you need to do this. If I would have waited for my finances to be perfect, I would have never done it. And because I stepped out, guess what? God blessed my finances. God blessed my family. God blessed our health. God blessed our friendships. God blessed so much because we said yes to the call. I say we because that's me and my husband and my family. We had to say yes. It's a group effort here. And that literally leads me to my next point. And that's number three. And that's dedicate. You are going to dedicate yourself. Once you make that D-Day, that deadline day, and you don't delay, you're going to ask yourself, who do I need to network with? Who can I learn from? And do you remember, I do not know what episode it was that I was talking about I think it was the teacher burnout episode of reading the book, Who Not How. You find a who. You dedicate yourself to finding a who can teach you how to build this business. Whose course can I buy that will help me to build my homeschooling business? Who's ahead of me in this area? Who has the skills that can get me where I'm going? Who can be my social support? that I can pitch these ideas to. For me, it was my husband, it was my sister, it was my mom, it was a friend. Who can I learn from? Who can help me build resources? How am I going to get these resources? Do I even need additional resources? Can I do this out of my house? 
Now that you have your D-Day, you start working backwards and you start becoming so intentional, you begin to have courage. You build up resistance. You live a life that you call your own. One way that you can truly dedicate yourself to learning and growing, which here's such an advantage compared to where I was, to be honest with you. Yes, I had a vision, but I was so quick after saying no to not going back to school, not knowing what I was going to do. It took me a month to get any type of clarity on whether or not I should build this school because I was so fearful. I was fearful about what people were going to think. I was fearful that no one was going to come. I was fearful about my finances. And pretty much from the time I said, I think I'm going to homeschool my girls and I wonder if anybody else would want me to homeschool their children too. It was about 45 days and I didn't have anyone to turn to you guys. No one. Thankfully, God did send someone about 20 days in that said, oh, I've done that. I did that for about 20 years. I was so successful. I had the time of my life. I ended up getting 45 children throughout the last four years, having 45 students in her school every single day for four years. She started out with her two children and a neighborhood friend. And look what God did. Years later, he continued to build each and every year. And then years later, she had 45 children in and out of her homeschooling business on a weekly basis. They weren't full-time. They were part-time coming in and out. And she increased her finances, increased her freedom, increased her fulfillment of life. I've only been able to talk to her two times since knowing that she had built this homeschool. She travels around the world and speaks at so many conferences and does so many outrageous, amazing things that I'm thinking, I really want to be this person for other teachers who are wanting to pursue this dream. And that's why I am where I am today. Look at your PTO days. Do you have any days left where you can even take a couple of personal days so that you can reach out and talk to people, meet up with people, schedule some time alone to continue to dream and continue to plan. And if you look, if it's October now, and you say six months out, that's in April, once you come of that D-Day and you dedicate yourself to learning and to growing and to starting to build this business, you can almost come up with some monthly themes. For an example, you could say, in November, I'm going to continue to craft the vision. In December, I'm going to make sure that I know what income I need and what services I'm going to provide. In January, I'm going to look at the types of places where I can have my homeschool if I choose not to have it in my home. February, I can start marketing and you can start building just like that. And marketing, don't let that be scary to you. It could just be that you tell a couple friends. It could be that you start a little Facebook group in April. Whatever it is, you at least have a way to work yourself backwards. I want to see your D-Day. I want you to take a picture and come over into the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Take a picture. When is your D-Day? Let's celebrate. Let's work backwards. And let's help one another create our dream schools. So excited. Don't forget, Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. 
I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.